0: Today, I'm going to ask a simple question, and it's about the Catholic faith. More importantly, the extreme Catholic church. Let me uh, preface this. At the beginning of this this week, I went to a funeral. It was Saturday at 9 in the morning at a very predominant Catholic church here in Dodge City church itself was beautiful, the preacher himself, I couldn't understand a word he was saying, and not because he spoke Spanish or anything, just his accent, I couldn't understand a word he was saying, I think he's like Korean or something, um, but during the whole thing, he never once mentioned the dead guy, until the very end, and I'm sorry, but how are you going to quote a verse in the Bible that says, if you have hatred in your heart, you are a murderer. He quoted that in his sermon at a funeral. What the fuck? See, I've been to plenty of funerals. I've seen death pretty much my entire life, whether it's friends, family, acquaintances. I've been to a lot of funerals. In fact, almost everybody I grew up with is either dead or in prison, which is basically the same thing. Except for a select few. But anyway. I went there for support for my wife and of course her cousins because it was their dad. And the widow is the one who picked the extreme Catholic church. I have nothing against the church itself. I actually, the church itself, the building was beautiful, like I said. Absolutely phenomenally made. The architecture was just amazingly beautiful. But at what point do you say is enough is enough and tell the said preacher, hey, dipshit, this is a funeral, not a church proceeding? And another little sidebar here. Why does it come off as a cult? Now, me being an atheist, I think every religion is a death cult. as to be honest, you worship a dead guy. It's pretty much the definition of a death cult. You know, they talk shit on the ancient Aztecs and Mayans who would slaughter millions for a new temple, and you guys worship a dead guy who was supposedly crucified 2,000 years ago by the Romans. Yet you guys blame the Jews for a long time, but we're not going to go into that. My question is, Why is this so important? Why is it so important that even when a man is dead there in a coffin, that you still want to press your goddamn beliefs onto somebody? And on top of that, why is it that these devout Catholics are extremely judgmental pricks? You know, we didn't know what the fuck was going on you could clearly tell the divide between the devout Catholics and the family of which that were related to the dead guy. None of them are Catholics. At least not devout like that. The devout Catholics were, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, answering every sermon, answering every prayer with some other weird seance thing. Like I said, it was cultish. Extremely cultish. And when they were going up to get communion... See, in a Christian church, anybody can get communion. Communion means body, this is the body of Christ, this is the blood of Christ. Everybody can partake in this. Apparently in the Catholic sect, you have to be part of the Catholic sect to do this. We had no idea. It didn't bother us at all. It's like, alright, you have a circular cracker, you crunch them into a million pieces, and then you have all these guys drinking, I'm assuming it's either apple juice or, or a grape juice. Not a lot of them are actually going to give you wine. Although they probably did. kind of find it ironic everybody's worried about COVID-19. Yet everybody's drinking from the same goddamn cup. Just saying. Anyways, we're sitting here. And, well, actually, we were standing in the proceedings because, you know, we weren't told to sit down yet because we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So a man's like, you need to sit down. He said this to my wife. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to punch you in the fucking throat. I don't care if we're in a church of God or not. You know, like I said, I may be an atheist, but out of respect for, my, for her family... I was trying not to punch this dude, because he disrespected my wife in front of me. And that's one thing you don't do, especially in front of a redneck. All these little liberal tards might get away with it, but not with me. You disrespect my wife, I'm going to pummel your ass. And my wife knew that I was pissed, and she grabbed my arm. And about two people later, this is when they were in line to go eat the, eat the body of Christ and drink the blood, you damn cannibals. Anyway... This guy or this lady's like, would you guys please sit down? Fine. You know, you say that, we'll sit down. And we did. We all sat down. I'm just trying to understand how you think you're better than me because you have a fictitious belief and a medieval belief that has been ripped and stolen from a bunch of other religions. Yet you guys think you're the dominant one. You know... Catholics and Muslims kind of ring me on the same kind of a creepy factor. Not all Muslims, by the way. Not all Catholics either. I met very, I met a lot of really nice Catholic people. I met a lot of really nice Muslim people. Well, people that follow the Quran, I should say. There's a many there are, there's many differences in different Muslims, but in Catholics, you know, there was one that was so bad these guys would actually. Beat themselves with whips. They're probably still around too, and they wear this thing called a salice on their thigh. They were called Opus Dei Catholics. They were extreme of the extreme, and the reason why they would put this salice on their thigh, it's it's a metal barbed belt, and they put it right on the upper part of their thigh, which is where the blood flow goes to get your penis hard. So every time you thought of a you know anything to do with sexually your blood would start flowing and it would start hurting and instantly make your dick go limp. Unless, of course, you're a sadist and you'd really enjoy it. But besides the fact, that's what these guys did. A great example of what Opus Dei was is if you actually look, actually watch uh, Da Vinci's Code, the monk there was an Opus Dei monk and that's exactly what they would do. They'd whip themselves every fucking night for all the sins they did. They would chastise their bodies, you know, to show what if to, to be closer to Jesus. I don't know. Some people do dumb shit for religion, okay? Like these Catholics at this church. Every one of them you could tell were just judging the hell out of all of us. We weren't dressed to dressed to impress. We were dressed in normal jeans our nice pair of jeans, nice pair of boots, and nice T-shirt. You no, know, we don't walk around in suits all the time. And like I said, it was extremely cultish. You know, you blindly follow and blindly mimic everything the preacher does, and then they bow at the altar. Anybody who goes up to the altar, including the preacher himself, will bow at the will bow to the altar. Why? You guys do realize that altars actually came from polytheisms, right? They came from the Greeks, the Romans, the Mesopotamians. All these people had altars as well. But they were altars to their deities. What is your altar to? A cracker and some grape juice? Now, I know I come off like an ignorant prick right now, but let me uh, let me explain this. If you want children to be part of your church, and to be good people at the same time, non-judgmental pricks, stop pressing all these depressing things onto them. See, I mean, yeah, there are extreme Christians out there, but the ones I worry about are the Catholics and the Islamic extremists. Because they come off as the same fucking people. One just happens to speak English, the other one happens to speak Hebrew, or, uh, what is that other one, um, uh, fuck if I know, Islamic, I guess I could just say, I don't know what the fuck the, what the dialect is, there's a million dialects over there, but, um, why, what's the difference, really? Both of them think that their religion is a superior religion. Both of them are willing to kill people for their religion. One likes to molest little kids, the other one likes to molest little girls. So, I mean, you're fucked either way. You know, in the Muslim faith, especially in, like, you know, in the middle Iraq or, you know, Iran or Kuwait or anywhere around there, where women have no rights, if a woman is not walking with a male escort, which could be a kid as young as 12 years old, as long as it's a boy she can legally be raped, and they will blame her for it. In the Catholic faith, if a preacher touches a little kid, they just move him to a different parish. There were five preachers in this town alone before COVID hit that were being investigated for molestation. And every one of them do not live here anymore. Every one of them are in completely different parishes. One of them got moved all the way out to Spain so he can get away from the district. Because they knew the motherfucker touched kids. They had actual evidence of him fucking kids. But as long as you have a cross on your chest, you can be a pedophile and get away with it. In the Middle East, as long as you say, Ala, la, 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 and you blow yourself up for some fictitious god, you will go into paradise with 72 young virgins. I feel sorry for the virgins. They never specify if they're female or male virgins. You wonder. Anyway. All these religions, they're all the same fucking religion. So why do you guys hate each other? You know, Islam, that's the Muslim one, Islam... Has a very bold statement saying they are the last word of God. That's a very, very bold and very, very big statement. It's like Hitchens razor. To have extraordinary claims, you need extraordinary evidence. Without extraordinary evidence, you can take away the extraordinary claim. You can throw it away. Which all religion seems to be is extraordinary claim with no evidence. And that is every religion you know there's celestial teapot there's the flying spaghetti monster there's the jains there's Th- there's a um, john frum there's the hindu beliefs there's the there's the uh, buddhist beliefs you know as long as humankind has actually socialized and became the superior I don't mean to sound prickish but the superior animals in the planet You know, we actually started using our brains instead of walking around beating our chests. We've made up gods, okay? There have been millions and billions of gods. There have been gods of the wind, there have been gods of the grass, there have been gods of the snow. You name it, there was a god for it at one point in time. And the more educated we got, the more we started using our brains instead of using fear, which is what religion really is, it's a superstition. That's all it is. Superstition based on fear and irrational irrationality. It's all religion is. There's no rational ideology to any of these religions. And I mean any religion. You know, I mean at least there were some where they actually worshiped the sun, you know, because they could see the sun for one. Granted, if you looked at it too much, you you would start seeing black circles and your eyes would start to burn. Not literally, but you, you'd lose your sense of sight for a little bit. If you keep staring at the sun, then you might go blind. But that's neither here nor there. You had gods of the oceans. You had, you had gods that would mess up your moods. You'd have gods for fertility. Which is where the devil and the pentagram became, you know, they became the uh, signs of the devil and the pentagram. Where it's actually Baphomet and this sign of Venus. I have a buddy at work whom every time me and him sit there and talk and bullshit, except for these last couple times, I think I finally beat him enough to where he'll, stop, he'll leave me the fuck alone about it. I mean, if he wants to keep going, he can keep going. i I rather enjoy the banner. But uh, he talks about religion all the time. And he keeps on trying to get me to go to the other side, the side of the the blind believer. And it pisses him off when I won't do it. I'm like, dude, I've been to thousands of churches. I've had thousands upon thousands of people trying to turn me into Christian. It ain't going to happen. You know, I will not become Christian because I will not designate myself into blind belief. And he was like, well, science is a blind belief. No, it's not. Science constantly proves itself wrong to get the right answer. Whereas religion just tells you the wrong answer and expects you to believe it's the right one. And see, humans evolve. Simple as that. We evolve our way of thinking. We evolve, we evolve our way of life. Great example. 200 years ago, We didn't live past 55. Now, we live past 90. That's in a span of 200 years. Look at what we've done in the last, say, 500 years. America became the strongest country in the world. We went from being the youngest in 1776, we are the youngest country, to becoming the powerhouse of the world. People don't want to piss us off. People don't want to fight us because we'll just blow them the fuck up. We have the strongest military. That's Air Force, Navy, ground, you name it. We have the strongest part of it. Everything is based on our dollar. Our gold standard. We're the powerhouse. Okay. And that was just, an, that was just like 300 years ago. If that. Okay. We have running water. We have foods we can go straight down the street and get a stale bun with some stale meat. We have cars that we can actually drive around in that are mass produced. They're shitty made, but we have them. We have air conditioning, we have heat. We don't have to build up a hearth and sit around a fire And build up a big sweat lodge so everybody can stay warm. We have refrigerators, we have freezers to where we could keep meat for a year at a time, easy. This is just the last 500 years. So, yes, we evolve, okay? We also evolve our trains of thought. Instead of us thinking, oh, well, Neptune is the reason why the water is going crazy. It's, oh, no, but it's, it's, a, it's a lunar thing. No, the moon is what controls our tides, going in and out. Once we figure that out, no more Neptune. You know, all these gods that were created back in the day no longer exist. We just call them myth. So everybody is an atheist in a way. I'm just one step further than the rest of you guys. I don't believe in any gods exist. And once you put yourself into a box, once you call yourself a Catholic or call yourself a Christian or call yourself a Muslim where you follow the dictations of Allah and Mr. Muhammad who was a fucking asshole, Who, by the way, could not read or write his own name. How the fuck did he read tablets? Just saying. All these religions, they're just... They're dumb. Imagine a world without religion with no religious ideology at all, where everything is done logically and to better humankind. You know how much better the world would be right now? There'd be no meaningless slaughter of women in the Middle East. 9-11 would have never fucking happened. Seven 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 would have never happened. If you don't know what that is, look it up. There'd be no stigma about the year 666. There'd have been no Salem witch trials. The Crusades would have never fucking happened. Because that was a religious war. The Nazis would have never destroyed the Jews because there would have been no Jewish faith for the Nazis to destroy and the Nazis would have never believed in an Aryan, in an Aryan race because that in, in itself is a religion. But you take away religion. You take away the power of religion. As anybody can believe in God. You know, anybody can believe in a God. But you take away the power of religion. Take the power away from the religious idea ideology of the idiots. Don't be wrong, there's a lot of smart religious people out there. There's also a lot of dumb motherfuckers, too. You know, I'll give you a great example. One of the smartest religious people I've ever seen Ben Shapiro. The guy is a political genius. Another guy, my cousin Andrew. He's religious, he's also crazy smart. Want to see a dumb motherfucker? Joe Biden. That's about the dumbest motherfucker out there. Basically the whole squad. They're all fucking retarded. Billy Graham, he's another dumbass. Anybody who uses religion... to get you to blindly do stupid shit or blindly believe stupid shit... when you know scientifically, historically, geologically biologically, is completely false. Who's the idiot here? The one who's blindly following or the one who's preaching the nonsense? It's like this, this uh, transgenderism bullshit. Okay? It's body dysmorphia and gender dysphoria mixed together. That's all it is. You hate a part of your body. You think you're the opposite sex. Body dysmorphia, gender dysphoria. That's all this this transgender shit is. And like I said in some of my previous recordings, I would hazard to say at least 90% of the people who say they're transgender are not transgender. They're just trying to jump into the crowd. Just like I said in the early 90s, it was... Bisexual and being a lesbian and being gay was the big hip thing to do. So a lot of the guys said they're bisexual, and every female in school seemed to be bi or leaning to or leaning towards liking the slip and slide like I do. Why? Are we promoting mass delusion? Is it because we've been doing it for 2,000 years? With religion. It's basically what it is. It's a religion. A bunch of idiots blindly follow with no evidence. If you look up religion in the dictionary, that should be the definition right there. Blindly following with no evidence. That's what religion is. So all these people who are blindly following, all these people who have no reason to believe in the stupid shit, they just do. Great example. There's a female I work with. She's an amazing woman. She's very pretty. She's Catholic. And I asked her why. She's like, what do you mean why? Why? Why are you Catholic? I'm assuming you were raised Catholic. She said, yeah. i was like, well, there's your reason right there. You didn't have a choice. See, they say they want you to choose God, but they force it down your throat the moment you can think. And they usually do it before you're, like, when you're still prepubescent, when your mind is still easily manipulated. That's how religious people get you. And back to the dude I was talking about at work, he said he started out in a pagan belief and then went to monotheism and went to Christianity. And I was like, so you basically just dropped one for the other. So you did what every ancient person did. You dropped polytheism to go into monotheism to be part of an it crowd. I don't get it. I don't get me wrong. The myths fascinate me. Like, I love the Nordic myths, you know, you know, uh, Odin and, and, you know, Freya and Loki and all them. I love that shit. I love the mythology. I love how much detail the mythology is. I also like the fact that they depict Thor as an overweight dude. They depict Loki as a skinny little schemer. Basically a snake. They depict um, Odin as a short, fat, bearded dude. I just found that funny. Nothing to it, just found it funny. Because if you look at the Sistine Chapels, the picture that you see as God touching Adam's finger is the exact same face... as Zeus. Anybody who listens to my podcast... who is listening to this right now... look up the Flavians. F-L-A-V-I-A-N-S. The Flavian Dynasty. Look these guys up. These are the guys who wrote the New Testament. They created the Jesus figure. Everything is based on a Flavian. Everything. They're all based on his life. What they did is they wrote it 40 years before their time. So everything that Jesus said was going to happen actually did happen and the guy you're worshiping is a Flavian not a messiah a Flavian sorry I'm a little tired and the parallels are so they go straight together It is nuts how close the shit is. It shows you how easy it is to manipulate people into believing stupid shit. It's really not that hard. I mean, look at Frank Dukes makes up a bunch of bullshit stories about all the stuff he's done, everybody he's taught, and all this nonsense. You got, uh, what's his name, Um oh, Steven Seagal, about all the dumb shit he's done, all the stuff he was doing, and all that shit. It's easy to make up a story, especially if you honestly believe the story. You'll have those blind followers that will just blindly follow you into hell and back. And trust you 100%. percent let see this dude that's uh, trying to turn me Christian, trying to turn me into a God fearing ding dong. He doesn't believe in dinosaurs, he doesn't believe in science. He believes the earth is flat because he's a fucking moron. Doesn't believe we've been to the moon. It's really hard to talk to this guy. But the funny thing is... Again, he's very, very, very smart. No, the guy can fix just about anything. But he denies science completely. I'm like, what in the literal fuck? How can he be so smart but so stupid? And it brings you back to religion. Religion makes a smart man say stupid shit. Which is exactly the definition of this dude. He's like, have you ever actually seen dinosaur bones? Yeah. I've actually held one in my hand. Held a velociraptor fucking claw in my hand. By the way, velociraptors... Or not as big as they are in fucking Jurassic Park, they're about as the size of a chicken. So their claws are pretty small. they're vicious little bastards. I've held a megalodon tooth, which literally thinks pretty fucking heavy. I mean it's a big ass tooth. You know, I've seen these bones, I've held these bones. I mean, what the hell? I mean, it just, it hurts my head thinking about how someone could be so smart but so stupid. Again, if he did not believe in God, he did not believe in all this dumb nonsense of, you know, Jesus being the Messiah and all this bullshit, he'd have his head on straight. But I think religion is what's keeping him away. Uh to be honest I think religion is religion is the thing that's destroying our country. You know if it wasn't for religion we wouldn't have homophobia. We wouldn't have people killing gay guys. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have people shooting up gay bars and shit. Cuz you'd have no reason to hate them. Being a religious moron is the only reason why you would hate a gay guy. I mean yeah. I know we're supposed to you know Humans are supposed to mate. Males and females are supposed to mate to, procre- to procreate our lives. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, but this is not a religious thing. That is an animalistic nature thing. And, you know, if it's dick on dick or chick on chick, there ain't babies happening, but... <clears throat> Who gives a fuck? Who cares if you're lesbian? Who cares if you're gay? Who cares if you swing both ways of the fence? I don't. Religious people do. Another buddy of mine at work, all of her daughters are either bi or gay. I love them all. They're a little egotistical, but I love them all. They're sweethearts. They're to me anyway. My sister is I don't know what the fuck she is. Likes a dick one minute, likes chick the next minute, likes a dick again. I hope she's back on the chick. I don't know what the fuck she is. She's She changes from month to month. And I'm pretty sure some of my little my younger sisters are either bi or, you know, swinging both ways. I don't give a fuck. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. I don't care. Honestly, the only reason why you have all these people getting you know, all these gay people staying in the closet is because of religion. You wouldn't have this problem. You wouldn't have this stigma against homosexuals if it wasn't for religion. And see, the funny thing is, is uh, in the polytheistic beliefs, you know, in the Roman and the Greek and even the Egyptian, they were completely okay with homosexuality. It's just the monotheistic beliefs that don't like homosexuality. Homosexuality is an abomination. Why? Because it says it two times in the Bible? About how God shuns gay people? Why? You made women bleed every 20 some odd days. Totally bitchy for three weeks. Some of these guys just got smart and said, you know, we're just going to fuck each other. You ever think of that? I don't understand how someone can be a great and supposedly moral person, yet you judge somebody for what they do behind closed doors. Who cares if this dude's had more dick in him than a Chinese porn star? Who cares if this girl's had every fucking vagina on her face? Who gives a shit? If they want to hold hands walking down the street, that's fine with me. Why is it bad for these, for a girl and a girl or a guy and a guy to kiss each other in in public? But it's completely okay for a straight couple to do it. I'm not saying, you know, make out and jerk each other off or finger each other right there in the middle of public. But I'm saying, why do they need to hide their affections? You think it's completely legit when a man and a girl do it? And on the flip side... There are some gay people out there who actually think it's disgusting for a man and a woman to make out. Why? How the fuck do you think you were here? Then you just grew out of the ground or you just came out of your mama's ass crack? No. Mommy and daddy played a little Humpty Dumpty do, and your ass came out nine months later. It's a beautiful thing. Love is a beautiful thing. To a point. If you love children, you deserve to be castrated. I don't mean love children as an "oh, rocking my baby, I'm gonna, I will sacrifice my life for you" kind of thing. I'm saying if you like to fuck children, you deserve to die. Simple as that. There's a guy in California right now, and I don't name names on this podcast because I don't want to glorify douchebags. This douchebag was like three months before his 18th birthday, raped two girls at his school, and they hushed it up. To get out of it, he claims to be the opposite sex. He's using this transgender thing as a a crutch. The attorneys are saying that since it happened before his 18th birthday, he is now 24. Since it happened before his 18th birthday, they're going to put him in a female jail For kids. So you're putting a rapist who raped two little girls, at least, in the bathrooms at school. Into a jail full of little girls. This guy is now 24 years old. So you're putting a 24-year-old child molester who likes young girls. The youngest one was 13, by the way. Into a jail full of girls that are at the ages of like nine to seventeen. And you don't expect anything wrong to happen? Either these girls are going to kill them or a lot of them are gonna wound up knocked the fuck up. Cause you really think he's gonna break the habit of molestation and rape Because you're putting him in a place full of girls. You're throw you're throwing the dude into a smorgasbord here. That's like taking a male prostitute who likes it up to pooper, throwing his ass in a prison. It's like what the English used to do in the 70s. If they found you to be gay, it was actually illegal in the 70s in England to be gay, in, in Europe in general to be gay in the 70s. So what would they do? They would take your ass and throw you into prison where, guess what, sodomy is a major thing there. Well, I hope he's a bottom because he's going to be one in prison. Child molesters deserve to be castrated and buried under the prison. Simple as that. You don't deserve your life. If you honestly molested a child, you deserve to fucking die. Okay? There is no sitting on death row for 50 fucking years. You deserve to fucking die. You just took that child's innocence away. Okay? Okay? Now, on the flip side, there's a lot of guys out there who are being accused of this shit and never actually did this shit. And I'll explain to you what I mean. And I actually have a friend who's still in prison right now because of this shit. He was 19 years old. She was 13. She had one of her friends make her a fake ID saying that she was the same age as him. She had the birth date right, not the year. dude gets invited to her birthday party. Finds out that day that she had just turned 14. They've been diddling around for a year. So possibly he's been fucking her since she was 12 years old. He loses his shit. Leaves. Doesn't talk to her anymore. Her parents find out about the diddly diddly. Even with the fake ID shown in court, they put his ass in prison for 40 fucking years. Even though he honestly thought she was 19. Which, to be fair, the girl looked 19. Girls these days, a fucking 14-year-old girl could easily pass as a 23-year-old girl these days. Very, very, very hard to tell. That's why it's so much harder for guys these days. See, back when I was younger, you could tell a 14-year-old from a 23-year-old. Now, you can't. Especially with how good fake IDs get these days. It's very, very, very hard. Anyway. My buddy probably will never see the outside of a prison. Because of her. She is now... What? See, he was 19 when I was 17... I am 32 now, so he will be 34. She was, she just turned 14, so. She'd be 25 years old. Nope, 27 years old right now. She's 27 years old, probably has a bunch of fucking kids by now. No care in the world. This guy's in prison for another 20 years. That shit actually happens. It's like that saying how uh, they always say there's no reason to hit a woman. Oh, there's plenty of fucking reasons to hit him. You just don't do it. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying there's plenty of reasons. See, the moment you say that there's no reason to hit a woman, you automatically take out what the fuck she did and just take out the reaction that he had. Now granted, there are some men out there who are just monsters? Come in to start swinging. These guys are just like child molesters. They're to be castrated and buried under a prison. But um, in a lot of normal circumstances, what did the woman do for the guy to snap like that? Great example from my, my buddy. I'll just call him Tom. What's happened to him. He walked in on his woman banging the neighbor. So what'd he do? He beat the shit out of her and the neighbor. No reason to hit a woman. He owned the house that she was fucking the neighbor in. Come to find out, the kid he had been taking care of for the last six years wasn't his, it was the neighbor's. And not the neighbor he caught her with. This bitch has been cheating on him the whole time. He comes home early from work, finds her riding this guy like like he's a fucking pony. She's lucky he didn't grab his gun. He just beat the tar out of both of them. Well, well, within his right to do it. But since she's a fucking female, he's in jail now for assault and battery on the opposite sex. Now let's flip it. Shows you how biased this bullshit is. Now, let's flip it. Say the woman comes home early, finds a husband with the neighbor's wife bent over just plowing the shit out of her by the couch or something. She goes to town, beats the shit out of both of them. She only goes to jail for a night. Yeah, and women have such a hard time in the United States. You guys have a fucking easy. And I'll explain to you how. A woman does not have to try that hard to get a drink or to get laid. And for you guys to say that I'm a chauvinist pig, all the woman has to do is say no. It is your decision to have sex, not ours. Okay? If a woman says no, a real man will just back off. But don't expect that real man to stick around you forever. If you stop doing what you were doing... He's going to get handsy. He's going to want to go somewhere else. Unless you replace it with something equally as loving. We are very basic creatures, ladies. Just remember that. Anyway, this is how biased it is. Woman shows off a little cleavage, she gets away with a ticket. Can't see a guy over there, like, showing off a bit of his pecker and getting away with it. That's sexual harassment. He's going to prison for a while. Hell, it's so bad these days. All a woman's got to do is accuse you of raping. You're fucked. Accuse you of beating her. and You're not innocent until proven guilty. You're guilty until proven guilty. They'll find a reason to make you guilty. Do the same thing for rape charges. I know it's weird how I went from rape how I went from church, which is basically raping your ear and your education, to physical rape. You know, Catholic preachers and little kids to the whole difference between men and women. Eh. I mean, religion is man made, so there's that The Bible basically is flawed through, through and through about hating on women. even Jesus was a dick to his own mother. It's another odd question. How in the blue hell are women so goddamn religious? Some of the most religious people I ever met were women. And I'm like, why are you so damn religious? Your religion hates you. Blames women for everything. Even says if a woman bleeds... You should burn the clothes that she wears and burn everything she touches. That a woman's vagina is a sin hole. That you should not love having sex. You should only have sex to procreate. It should not be enjoyable. Well, sorry buddy, but sex is a lot of fun. Especially when it's with the opposite sex. At least that's my opinion. Okay? I love having sex with women which is why I married one. Kind of ironic because we don't have sex a lot, but hey, beside the point. For you dill-holes out there, why is it in the Catholic faith that as soon as you become a preacher, no more sex? It doesn't say that anywhere in the book. In your book, it says, it says you should go forth and multiply, spread your seed and have children. Not spread your seed on children. Everybody's like, that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. Bullshit. There are child sex rings in Catholic churches. They even show other church members or other preachers which kids are okay to fondle by what they give these children. They give these children specific little gifts or have them wear their hair a certain way or have them wear a specific item in a certain way. And this is to signify to another preacher, hey, this kid is fuckable. He or she will keep their mouth shut. It's mainly boys because you can't knock up a boy, but whatever. See, sexual abuse, I would know because it's happened to me. Sexual abuse, you can get over that. The mental abuse, you can't. If you've ever been sexually abused, you can instantly see it in another person. No matter how much you try to shield it, you instantly can see it. If someone's been sexually assaulted, if someone's been actually molested, if someone was molested as a child, someone was raped, you could see it. You can see the signs. It's just like you could see the signs of an animal's been abused when someone raises their hand and the dog flinches really bad because that dog was abused before. My dog, Red, for example, before I got him, he was abused. He was, he was a beat pup. Whoever owned him before my sister used to beat the tar out of him. So when I raise my hand to scratch my head or I raise my hand to pet him, he flinches. I let him know that I love him, I hold him, you know, give him kisses, scratch his belly, whatnot. Now, with my dog Roxy, she's never been abused before. So when I raise my hand to her, she doesn't even flinch. She just looks at me like, okay, give me hugs, give me lovin's." <clears throat> it's pretty much the same with kids. You raise your hand and that kid flinches, that kid's been abused. You raise your hand and the first thing that kid thinks is a high five or something like that or, you know, just starts laughing. That kid's never been physically abused. Now, there's a difference between being physically abused and getting your ass whooped. I believe every kid in this generation needs to get their ass whooped. I mean, I their parents need to take off their belts and beat the shit out of these fucking kids. These kids get away with too much shit. Okay. Now, discipline is different from abuse. I'm not saying beat your kid bloody. I'm saying these kids need a stern ass whooping. And I've seen it with my family. Okay, my youngest siblings didn't get the the stern ass kicking that I got. If my sister or I did something wrong, we got our asses beat, well mainly me, we got our asses beat from one side of the trailer to the other. These kids, they might get a little slap on the face if they say something wrong, especially if something really fucked up. They might uh might get a, a maybe a little SWAT, but mainly it's them getting grounded from something. Nope. We got our asses kicked. Our parents beat us out of the penitentiary. The new generation's parents are basically telling them to go on in, you know, make sure you say you're non-binary. No. Parents these days are pussies. They don't want to be parents, they want to be friends. Alright, I'm going to get off here. Y'all have a good night.